Hi, and welcome to Every Rom-Com Now Streaming for the week of March 1st through the 8th, 2021. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. Jen and I will be giving you some streaming recommendations, as well as letting you know where you can find some of these movies from recent and upcoming episodes of our podcast. We'd also like to let you know that you can now follow the podcast on social media. Our Facebook page is Every Rom-Com Podcast and Blog. Our Instagram is at Every Rom-Com. Our Twitter handle is at Every Rom-Com Pod. And our Pinterest page is still coming soon. And as always, you can find the podcast at everyromcom.com. Send us feedback at feedback at everyromcom.com. And if you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. Now for the week of March 1st through the 8th, we'll let you know what's streaming. First, here's where you can find some of the movies we've covered on the podcast. Moonstruck is still available on the Roku channel. Longshot can be rented from several platforms or the library. The Half of It is still available on Netflix. Clueless is available on Pluto TV. And Bride and Prejudice can be rented from several streaming platforms or you can try your library. And here's where you can find the movies we'll be talking about over the next few weeks. On Thursday, we'll be releasing our new episode on 10 Things I Hate About You, which is on Disney+. And in two weeks, we'll be releasing our episode on She's the Man, which you can find on True TV. At the end of most episodes, you'll find recommendations for movies to watch as a double feature with the movie we're discussing that week. Check previous editions of Now Streaming to find double feature recommendations for our past films. But here are the double feature recommendations for last week's film, Bride and Prejudice. So first, I recommended watching the six-hour 1995 BBC miniseries of Pride and Prejudice. It is currently playing on Hulu, Ripbox, and HBO Max. I suggest checking out Bend It Like Beckham, which is on Disney+. I also recommended Monsoon Wedding, which is available on the Criterion streaming service. I suggested Moulin Rouge, which is available on Prime. Finally, I suggested watching another Bollywood version of an Austin novel starring Ashwarya Rai. This is a Tamil language version of Sense and Sensibility. And it's a little tricky to find it because it goes by several different names, but it's streaming on Prime. Uh, You might try searching for the English title, I Have Found It. Or you might try searching for what I think is the Tamil title of the movie, which is Kandukondain Kandukondain. I'm not 100% sure if I'm pronouncing it right, but spelling is what matters for your search. So you want to spell it K-A-N-D-U-K-O-N-D-A-I-N and just repeat it twice. And I actually did go and watch it. (laughs) And I still recommend watching it as a double feature for very specific sorts of people. If you like Bollywood films, if you're a huge Austin fan, or if you're a huge Ashwarya Rai fan. I think it's like a pretty big time commitment for somebody who isn't one of those three things. But you do get to see this time Willoughby emerging from the water. So, oh, man. In fact, he actually, he actually uh, topples himself off of a raft just so that he can emerge from the water. So <laughs> That's Watch awesome. our Bride and Prejudice uh, episode to find out why that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Now we'll get into our recommendations for rom-coms 
and rom-com adjacent movie and TV shows that are streaming right now. So my first pick this week is another Bollywood film, uh, Lagan, L-A-G-A-A-N. And it is available on Netflix, but it will be leaving Netflix on March 18th. So, you know, get on it if you want to watch Lagan. And I really strongly recommend Lagan. If you're only going to watch one Bollywood film in your life, I would choose this one. Okay. It is. It was actually nominated for a Best Foreign Language Film Oscar in t- 2002. It's starring the great Amir Khan, who's one of the biggest Bollywood stars. He's also known for Three Idiots, which I think was kind of a big deal over here. I haven't seen it, but I've heard good things about it. Now, if I try to advertise this movie to you, you're going to think it's really odd. But the only way to really describe it is it's an almost four hour long musical about a cricket match between a group of Indian villagers and the British government in order to save the Indian villagers' money on an unfair land tax. Okay? That's that doesn't fantastic. Have- no, that's fantastic. <laughs> okay. Well, you're the first one to say <laughs> But it is really great. Like, it's also got a love story in the, in the movie, which is what makes it relevant to this podcast. And it's also very funny. And it's also a sports movie. I actually did find the cricket game very engaging. And it's just also what's great about this movie is it's kind of an allegory for different groups in India coming together, you know, to form kind of a a fist against the British government. So it deals with religious differences in India, setting those aside. It deals with the issue of untouchables in India. And it's, it's a really great period piece and trying to just sort of tell an allegory, I think, about India coming together to defeat the British, but long before they actually did that. So beautiful music in this movie. I just can't recommend it enough. I really hope more people will see Lagan before it leaves Netflix. So get on that before March 18th. That sounds fantastic. Is it another long one? Is it like a four-hour Oh, it's hour it's one? super long. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. but yeah. it's really good. You have I mean, you can watch it over 18 days if you need to. <laughs> the way I yeah. tend to watch movies is a little, you know, chopped up these days. So and well, if you think about the, the people will binge an entire show of 30 minute episodes and like eight hours will go by. Right. So, Absolutely. you know, why not spend that same time on a great movie? I'm with you. Okay. So with all this Austin that we've been covering and things like this, I was like, there's, you know, I know that there's some movies out there that have like the Jane Austen book club or something like that. Well, on the Roku channel, it's streaming. Austin Land from 2013. And I was like, I'll give that a shot. It has Carrie Russell, who I enjoy. And I was pleasantly surprised. I laughed out loud many a time. And the beginning has our girl, Jane Hayes, who that's who Carrie Russell's character is, watching the 1995 Pride and Prejudice, and and it's nice. Colin Firth's face as Mr. Darcy. She has the, a life-size stand-up <laughs> cutout of this Mr. Darcy. And I was just peeing in my pants. I'm like, this is perfect. <laughs> so pleasantly surprised. Jennifer Coolidge, whom I know from like A Mighty Wind and those do- mockumentaries, she's in it. She has a pretty big part, and she cracked me up. This was really exciting when I found out the screenplay. and. The book, Austin Land, is written by Shannon Hale, whom I know from children's literature because I have a daughter. And she, her big, 
you know, kid one, like first, second grade is the princess in black. She's done some graphic novels uh, with her husband, Dean Hale, doing retellings of fairy tales and giving all of our, you know, withering, weeping flower heroines a little more strength and a little more power. I just was thrilled about that. And so I'm going to check out Austin Land, the book, because I also feel like the novel to to film probably didn't translate so well. <laughs> oh, All man. that aside, I still had a good time and still highly recommend it and still would watch it over and over again. And I really think the gentleman who they cast as their like Mr. Darcy type, J.J. Field, hello. I'll be finding out where he's at and watching all those films. (laughs) I did. Yeah. So anyway, highly recommend. My second pick, I almost actually went on social media and tweeted and Facebook posted about this being available the minute I found out. But then I'm like, no, no, I'm saving it for the podcast. Because my second pick is a movie I love so much that I actually have a VHS tape of it, which has made it through all the purges of my storage facilities over the years. So (laughs) it's called The Wedding Banquet, and it's from 1993. And it's currently available on Prime, the Roku channel, and Pluto TV. It is not only one of my favorite foreign language films, although it's partially in English, it's mostly in Chinese, but it's also probably just straight up my favorite LGBT rom-com and one of my favorite rom-coms just period. It's not really strictly a genre picture, but it's, it's pretty close. It's also a family picture though, and it has some dramatic elements And the couple is already together. The main couple is already together at the beginning of the movie, which you don't see in a lot of Mm rom-coms. And sometimes that doesn't work so well, but the gay couple in this movie, Wei Tong and Simon, are just such a lovely pair of characters, pair of actors. They really sell the relationship so well. It feels so... you, You really root for them. They have chemistry and it's heartwarming. Just wonderful. The premise of the movie is that Wei Tong is like this very successful Chinese businessman, and he's living with his committed gay partner, Simon, in New York, but he has not come out to his parents as gay. And so they keep signing him up for dating services because they really want a grandchild. Simon comes up with this idea that uh, Wei Tong should just marry this tenant of theirs who needs a green card and just tell his parents, oh, you know, I'm married now. You don't need to worry about me. But the problem is, as soon as the parents find this out, they decide they're going to fly to America and hold a wedding banquet for him. (laughs) And so for a while, they're, you know, living this kind of false life. And it's really, it's really well done, though. It doesn't feel gimmicky at all. It feels very true. I mean, this movie's from 1993. And, you know, to be gay at that time was still you know, there was a lot of discrimination, not just from, you know, your traditional Chinese parents, but from maybe your neighbors. Mm-hmm. And this is another thing to recommend. This is this is one of Aang, director Ang Lee's earliest films and one of the few that he both wrote and directed. Mm-hmm. So wow. like he actually wrote this and directed it alongside his other movies from that period. Eat, Drink, Man, Woman and Pushing Hands. I've seen all of them. They're all great. But this is still my favorite. And just... Yeah, I don't know what else to say, except that it's just a very romantic portrayal of a couple who's already together facing a a problem that they could maybe face in reality, but a little heightened, you know, situation. And just all the performances are so touching. So just really check this out while you have a chance. Okay, so shifting from my Austin thoughts, I kind of got this little office 
office life theme going. It just, it just, it just seemed right. Um, I spent a lot of years in working in an office at a cubicle and such. So this is a, I've got two short films. My first pick is Pearl, which you can find on the Disney channel. It's part of Pixar's Spark Shorts. It's about a ball of yarn named Pearl who gets a job at a very fast paced, very male centric office job and she she's trying to fit in and and she isn't sure how far she's willing to go to conform or stay true to herself and it's i think six minutes eight minutes and it's fantastic it's computer animation short and there's extras which i love so watch the short and then watch the extra with the writer director and the making of and where you know it all came from so, and make sure to tell how you spell that because <laughs> oh, Pearl, sure, yeah, P U R L. It's that knitting stitch. Okay, so my third pick is Silver Linings Playbook, which is on Netflix right now, but it will also be leaving Netflix on March sixteenth. So I've got a couple picks that will be leaving this month. I love Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, I loved it since the first time I saw it. I think one of the reasons I love it so much is because I have a mental illness and the main character in this also has a mental illness. It deals with characters who are dealing with mental illness and grief. I I think in a very sensitive way. And I think in a way that shows that they, that people with mental illnesses still are developing relationships, can have successful relationships, can learn healthier patterns. And I just love it. The main actors are Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence. I think they have really great chemistry in this movie. I I love watching their interactions and I love watching the dance scenes because (laughs) they end up doing a dance competition together. And that's always great. And another great thing that made me think about this movie was we have a supporting performance from Anupam Kier, who was in last week's Bride and Prejudice. It's not a huge role, but it's nice to see him there. The whole cast is great. I mean, you've you've got Robert De Niro. I forgot to mention him because to me he kind of fades into the background in this movie. Okay. I just I just think it's really like a a great portrayal of complicated love. So many rom coms are kind of perfect people with perfect jobs. Like you know maybe they have a little tiny quirk, like they fall down a lot. These are not perfect people, and I love that. And I love that it's a great rom com drama nonetheless. Maybe that should be a new hyphenate rom com drum. I don't know. Rom com drum? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Do it. I think a lot of the movies I like are rom com drums. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Okay. So my next pick is Paper Man, another short film which you will find on Netflix within. So it's a little convoluted to get to it, but highly worth it. So you need to search for Walt Disney's animated short film collection. And then skip to the hour mark. Actually, I suggest watching all of the short films within them because they're fantastic. But if you're just going to watch Paper Man for this uh, office theme that I've got going on here, um, do that. Just skip to the hour mark. And it's a combination of it blends traditional and computer animation. And that was a big deal. It won Best Animated Short Film Uh, at the Academy Awards and the Best Animated Short Subject for the Annie Awards. And it's, there are no words. It's, you know, it's just a score by uh, Christoph Beck, who is recently scored WandaVision, for those who Hmm. uh, are interested there. And it's about 
after meeting a girl of his dreams on a commuter train, an office worker uses a fleet of paper airplanes to get her attention after spying her again in a skyscraper window. And it's hmm. and it's beautiful and and enchanting and it'll make your heart sore in six minutes. Nice. And you and it's a and it's a beautiful love story. It was just magical and totally appropriate win for this, you know, best animated cool. short. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're bringing the shorts and the animation to the show because we didn't have that previously. So that's Thanks. great. I dig it. And my final pick is just uh, kind of an escapist pick. So my fourth pick is The OC, the television show, which is on HBO Max. And probably a lot of people have already seen this, but... I don't know if you haven't, I consider it to be one of the best kind of escapist teen shows that has ever existed because it's escape. It's escapist, but it has heart. And I really think the the heart overtakes the escapism at a certain point. The first episode, it's like very like, you know, scantily clad people dancing and people partying and like kind of action, but then it gets more into the characters. And the main premise of the show is a public defender who's played by Peter Gallagher is married to a rich Orange County real estate developer. And he decides to take in a young man named Ryan Atwood, who's one of his clients whose mom has kind of run off without him. I think that it's a great premise because it really allows for kind of a class difference, culture clash to happen. And what makes that premise even better is just a really great cast for a teen show. First of all, Peter Gallagher plays the the public defender dad, and the parents are given, I think, just as much attention to their characterization as the kids on the show. Uh, his wife, Kirsten, is played by Kelly Rowan. And the teen cast, though, also has just really great chemistry. Misha Barton plays Marissa, Ben McKenzie plays Ryan, Adam Brody plays Seth, and Rachel Bilson plays Summer. Some of these have gone on to be pretty successful. Others have kind of faded out, but they were all just in prime prime shape for acting in the show. And I was a big Marissa Ryan and Seth Summer shipper. So when the show came out, it was around 2004, I think, when it came out. And it's a really great kind of time capsule of that time, too. The show was always great at picking the soundtracks. Like their soundtracks have really great indie music from that time. And it's really fun to look back at the fashion and just the references of that time, the cultural references. So I really recommend the OC if you're just looking for something kind of fun and light to kind of pass the time. So my fourth pick is Set It Up. It's on Netflix and this came out in 2018. And it's about two corporate executives that hatch a plan to matchmake their two crazy town bosses. (laughs) So... I, I I have mixed feelings about this film, actually. It was so over the top with how bad these bosses treated them. <laughs> and I'm like, it was never like that. But maybe some people did experience this way. I uh, did not have it as bad as the two characters in this film, Harper and Charlie. And this is what redeemed the whole thing for me. They were cute. And I really liked <laughs> them falling in love. So there that's why i recommend this one but here's what i want our listeners to do for me here we have a feature film from 2018 also you know a romantic storyline going on here and also you know going after their dreams and being true to themselves in this cutthroat corporate world man okay so there's the theme for that one pearl 
and Paper Man have these same themes. And I want our listeners to watch them, all three of them, and tell me who does it better. Your short uh-huh. that's six minutes long, your animated short, or your feature live action. I, I want to hear your thoughts. So if you like what you've heard today, please subscribe and rate our show on Apple Podcasts and or drop us a line at feedback at everyromcom.com. We'd love to hear what you're streaming and loving these days. And we'll also be releasing our new episode Thursday on 10 Things I Hate About You with Julia Stiles and Heath Ledger, continuing our literary modernization series. So keep an eye out for that. And in the meantime, I hope everyone is doing really well. And I'll see you next time. Happy streaming. Happy streaming.